Welcome to a special emergency edition of the Andy Staple Show. I'm here with Chris Vanini. We're in Scottsdale, Arizona. We're here with a bunch of college administrators and coaches and didn't think we'd be talking about college baseball with any of these people. And that's all they want to talk about, Chris, because this Alabama situation where they, they fired Coach Brad Bohannon on Thursday, it's connected to an investigation involving two bets that were placed on the Alabama LSU game last week that caused the state of Ohio to take Alabama baseball off the board. And then the state of New Jersey followed up with that. Chris, this is, is, I guess we, this was going to happen as sports betting became legal in more States, but I guess I was still surprised when college sports got wrapped up in it. I tell you, one of the people who was here this week speaking to administrators in the conferences was Matthew Holt of U.S. Integrity explaining how uh, the issues of college gambling and sports and how they track things and the things that they flag and who discovered the Alabama discrepancy. That would be U.S. US Integrity. Integrity. So for, for those who don't know, this is what happened. Uh, Alabama was playing at LSU. So it's the first game of a three-game series. Everybody's best pitcher goes Friday night. That's the, your Friday night starters. Or game one of your conference series starters are, are your best pitchers. So Luke Holman was Alabama's Friday starter. He was a late scratch and he was replaced by a guy named Hagen Banks. And so someone in Cincinnati at the great American ballpark, this is where the Reds play placed a bet at the sports book at the great American ballpark. And there was a parlay that involved the Alabama LSU game. And it was a money line bet on the Alabama LSU game. So you just, you say, I think this team's going to win basically. And this happened right around the same time the decision was made to scratch Luke Holman. About an hour before the game. Yeah. And so Alabama falls behind. They actually came back in the game, almost got back, but lost 8-6. And then it wasn't until Monday that this was taken off the board in Ohio. But I talked to, to Matt Holt on Thursday, he said within minutes they knew something was up Mm -hmm. with this thing. And uh, Bohannon was fired on Thursday after Alabama had conducted an investigation into what was going on. And, you know, they tried to make very clear that there weren't any Alabama players found to be involved. Uh, I talked to the head of the Louisiana gaming control board and he said, we made sure there's nobody from LSU involved with this. Mm -hmm. And it seems to be, Bohannon seems to have been the only person connected to this who was actually involved in the game. And we don't know all of the specifics of it yet. Right. But I imagine we'll get more of that because I think oh, this is the first time since Ohio legalized sports betting. And they, they went live on January 1st. January 1st, right as Ohio State missed yes. the field goal against Georgia. <laughs> in the Peach Bowl, yes. At the, at the exact same time the field goal missed, sports betting went live in Ohio. Yeah, so this is this is a big deal for them. So I'm sure they're doing more of an investigation. I imagine they will probably reveal a lot. One thing I, I'm noticing about this, Chris, when you talk to people who have been involved in legal sports gambling for a long time, the people in Vegas, they're very transparent about a lot of this stuff. Yes. Because they feel like they have to be. Yes. And, and the, the quote you got from the Louisiana Commission was basically like, this was the system working. Yeah. The fact that it was caught. Now, that doesn't mean they catch everything. They certainly don't. They will admit they don't catch yeah. everything. But that's why the, these um, integrity companies are really popping up a lot more. And they're getting involved with 
college uh, college sports, I was already in the process of the SEC actually has been using US SEC integrity. SEC uses as well. US integrity, the Big Twelve does, Kansas State does. I was I was literally already in the process of working on a story on the state of college gambling uh, state of sports gambling in college sports. Picked it up after the Detroit Lions thing happened. Yeah. And literally last Friday I was on a, a webinar with a bunch of people. Matt Holt was on a couple other people, and they're asked, what are the odds there's going to be a major betting scandal in college sports within the next three years? They all said... <laughs> it was Matt Holt like within the next three they days? All, they, all said, they all said 100%, and that is literally the day that the Alabama bet ends up happening. And so you've got schools that... A lot of administrators, like they don't understand a lot of this stuff. No. So they need to contract a lot of these organizations. Well, my first thought was, this. I need Ari. Yeah. Like, I need Ari to explain everything to me because I've tried to educate myself on this because it has become a big part of our jobs. Mm-hmm. But, you know, this is something that this is a world that Ari has lived in for a while. Yes. And he would he would explain it very well. He's on his honeymoon still in the Turks and Caicos. And it's probably killing him right now. Oh, he's dying. I know he's dying. Not not to be able to talk about this. We will talk he about will it. Have Ari plenty he will have to say back, about it. For yes. sure. Yes. But this is. I know some people are like, what do you, you guys don't talk about college baseball ever. What do you, what do you care? Because this could happen to the NCAA tournament in basketball. This could happen in football. What happened? Cause what this appears to be based on what we, you know, the timing, everything else is inside information being passed along yes. to cause a bet. Now, the idea that a head coach would be involved in that, right. making half a million dollars a year, that that was hard to wrap my brain around, right? Because as part of that webinar last week, they, we, we, they were talking about all the issues that colleges have to face, and it was so much focused on the players, players, right. players who might be in a vulnerable position to to be encouraged to do something. But as they also pointed out, Calvin Ridley, you mm-hmm. know, was, was oh, he involved. makes a lot. He more makes than a Brad lot. Bohannon, he makes yeah. a lot more, and he was caught doing something as well. And in the point about baseball and this stuff, the 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 experts who follow this stuff will tell you. That it's the sports like baseball, like softball, like volleyball that are are the ones that are perhaps more prone mm-hmm. to these types of things. That doesn't mean you're going in and putting two hundred thousand dollars on Alabama softball to win a game. That's going to be a red flag for anybody. Well, nobody's going to take that bet. Right. That's what I, I did that a few years ago when the state started legalizing casino yeah. gambling or sports gambling because I was trying to to educate myself on it. And I called some people who work in in Vegas at setting the line and that sort of thing. I said, okay hypothetically, what if I put the fix in on a Furman Wofford mm-hmm. women's basketball game or a, you know, a baseball game in the, in the big East, if yeah. do they even have baseball in the big East, I'm not sure, I don't know. but yeah, Georgetown has a baseball team. Okay. So, uh, but if, if you did that and then I went and bet a lot of money on it and all the people said, well, they just wouldn't take your action. Right. They'd, they'd say, or, or they'd say, We'll take a hundred dollar yes. bet on this at most, and that's it, it's fishy. It's immediately yeah. fishy if someone's putting it. So, so the the biggest misnomer Matt Holt said was it's not multi million dollar schemes that are the targets. It's right. really a thousand dollars on this, fifteen hundred dollars on that, and if you do that over a large amount of bets over various places, that's where you start to kind of get the money that you're you're looking. So at. Matt Holt would not get into specifics about this particular right. case with me he wouldn't tell me the amount of the bet and, and he didn't say exactly what happened, but he did explain to me the triggers 
that cause, say, a sportsbook operator to, to call them mm-hmm. or that their system will flag. And, mm-hmm. and their system is reading this in real time. It was interesting because I said, you know, could any of this even been done 20 years ago? He said, no, our, our business wouldn't exist 20 years ago. It is examining all this information in real time. Yes. So it is examining the amount of the bet versus the amount of the bets placed on the game. That's called the handle. Yeah. The to- you know, total, amounts total amount of money on the placed game. on the game. Uh, the amount of the bet compared to the amount bet on similar type games. Mm-hmm. Is that unusual or is it normal? Uh, the frequency of the better, the behavior of the better, yep. because that person's account, you, you know what sort of bets they've placed, how much they place. If anything is out of whack, if it's a sport they don't bet on, if it's an amount they don't normally bet, that's a red flag. The other one that Matt Holt mentioned that, I hadn't even thought about it, but it obviously makes perfect sense. If you just opened your account or you had an account that yeah. went dormant and reactivated it suddenly yeah. and placed a very large bet, right. that is a That's huge red flag. flag. Yeah. yeah. And, and, and Holt also said that they put out 15 to 18 red flags per month that they find out. I was talking to Gene Taylor, the AD Kansas at Kansas State. State. Yep. They work with U.S. Integrity. A couple of days or whatever before the Sugar Bowl against Alabama, he U.S. Integrity reaches out to him, says, "Hey, we flagged something here. The spread went one way, or whatever mm-hmm. it was, and it was right at the moment that Bryce Young and Will Anderson decided to play." So that's that, a pretty easy one. That was yeah. a pretty easy one to understand what it was, but that's an example of a, something getting. I flagged. had something when and when I was covering Florida as a beat writer in 2006 for a newspaper, and this is one when the all of this information was not so right. voluminous and also not so fast. You, you couldn't right. examine it so fast. Marcus Thomas was one of their, their star defensive tackles at Florida. He had been suspended, and Urban Meyer wouldn't say when he was getting unsuspended. Like, you knew it was going to happen at some point, mm-hmm. but he didn't say when the suspension was going to be lifted. Well, the, the Thursday before they played LSU, the line moved four points. I believe it went from a uh, Florida was a two-point underdog to Florida was a two-point favor. Some, it was something yeah. like that. It was yeah. a four, four or four-and-a-half-point move. In, in a very short amount of time. And then four hours or so later, it's announced that Marcus Thomas is going to play. And he was, he was a pretty important part mm-hmm. of their defense, especially against that offense. Yeah. And I didn't, I, at the time I had, I didn't know who you would even call to find out about that. Yeah. And you know, nobody, I don't believe anybody found anything suspicious off of that. I, I'm assuming somebody found out before right. and told somebody and then right. people started betting on it. Yeah. But this is this is the sort of thing that they are looking out for, and this is. I saw somebody interacting with with our our pal Stuart Mandel on Twitter saying, you know, now, now that the scourge of gambling is in in you know every state, you're going to see more and more of this. And Stuart's response was, "This was probably going no, on. You're just before. catching more of now this. Now you're catching it. Someone yeah. from the talked to someone from the National Problem Gambling uh, Corporation company, whatever it is, and they said the amount of betting being placed in legal states versus illegal states is not any different. Mm-hmm. It, it's, it's the same. It's just, it's to that point we said at the beginning, which is the transparency of it, airing it out makes it easier to catch and, and easier to you mean, work on. You mean the neighborhood things. bookie isn't contracting with us integrity to, no, probably to examine not. all the bets. So. Yeah. And well, also one more thing, like th- this happened at the, it's kind of unrelated, the great American ballpark where the Cincinnati Reds play mm-hmm. the Cincinnati Reds who 
famously had a certain right. baseball player slash manager involved in sports betting. But you know what also raises another red flag about this particular case? What's that? You know where the Reds were playing Friday night? Not in Cincinnati. Exactly. So this is a, it's a road yes, game. I'm sure people are going into the sports book to, mm-hmm. to, to bet when the Reds aren't there. But that, in this particular case, probably also set off another kind of alarm bell. Yeah, I'd be curious at that specific sports book how much of the bets are based on Ohio and Cincinnati based right teams as opposed to an LSU or how much in, like when the Reds are at home. Yeah, how much are on that game? Yeah, Li- or live wagering props on that mm-hmm. game, stuff like that. That's that's it's so interesting because there is a little chicken egg here. Like, are more people going to gamble because it's legal? I don't know. I, yeah, more people are gambling. There, there was a survey. One of the groups had a survey of something like 75% of college students have placed a bet at some point. Mm-hmm. That could be a bracket. That could be whatever. It right. doesn't, doesn't mean betting on a line of, uh, of a game. And so it's become a lot more normalized. And that's when you see some of these athletes. Who, these, some of these pro athletes, there's no yeah, way the, that they the were The whole Lions thing seemed fairly tame. Yes. Uh, in general. But but I understand where the NFL is coming from. They cannot let it be no. thought that their players are having any influence on there's the, on the a, games from a betting perspective. There's a lot of money in these deals and these partnerships yeah. that if sports betting is going to remain a big legal business, yeah. you've got to come down hard. Well, and that's why this is a much bigger deal than just college baseball. Now, yes. I, I realize some of our, our listeners in SEC country are like, there's not much bigger than college baseball, which is in, in certain pockets of the SEC, mm-hmm. that's absolutely true. But this is something that, that could affect college basketball, college football. It could affect the NBA. Well, I mean, it has affected the, Tim Donaghy affected yeah, the NBA. Yeah. We had a, you had a referee that was betting overs and unders the, the, and affecting the, the game. The college football national championship and March Madness are two of the top three most bet things in the country. The yeah. Super Bowl obviously being the, the other one. And But but the, the, the gambling people, there's always a spike when the March Madness ends. There's a spike in bets placed on softball. Because people still want that action. Because the NBA and the NHL are into their playoffs mm-hmm. when it's a lot harder to fix a game if you're in the playoffs right. and you want that action. And so it turns into softball. It turns into baseball. It turns into these other things. Now I, we don't know what yeah. Bohannon's whole situation was, but, but just I, in general, I, I, that's where the money starts to go. I talked to John Murray who runs the, the sports book at, at Westgate, the super book. And he was explaining that they don't, they don't get a lot of business on college baseball in the regular season. They said it does pick up a lot during the college world series. Mm-hmm. So that was probably another, yet another thing yeah. that made this particular thing stand out. Yeah. So it does not sound like there was a, a lot of genius being applied No, with this wager or no. with this whole situation. So, uh, it, you know, it's, it's just really Interesting that that's where it was. That that's, but it was right. going to, but baseball or softball is, and it's, it, it was where it could break because that's, yeah. Again, people are coming off the NCAA tournament. They're coming off the Masters. They're coming off these big events. And this is, this is where the action is right now. We'll be right back after this message from one of our lovely sponsors. Looking for an assist with your credit card, but can't get a hold of anyone? Luckily, with 24 7 US based live customer service from Discover, Everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Yep, you heard that right. You can talk to a real human and customer service at any time. Sounds like a real game changer if you ask us. Make the right call and get the service you deserve with Discover. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. 
the, the real concern in terms of a scandal happening in college sports is not about a money line necessarily. It's prop bets. Mm-hmm. It's in-game bets. Those are the hardest to track. If it's somebody missing free throws, somebody throwing an interception, run or pass on the first play, these are the types of things that are getting I would think amounts on in-game props are watched very closely. Yes. Like that, hu- a huge amount on an in-game prop. Mm-hmm. I would assume that the, the sports book is going to kick that back. Yeah. And again, these are not... These are not the championship game where someone's going to throw the national championship or something like that. It, yeah. it, it's it's smaller types of stuff that may not seem like as big of a deal, but when that stuff all comes together, it starts to build. We, we've seen a little bit of this in college sports before. There was yeah. the Arizona State scandal, as we we sit a few miles mm-hmm. from Arizona State's campus here. Uh, Tulane had a scandal in yeah. the in the eighties. Shut down John, the team, John really? Hot Rod Williams, and and that bunch nearly shut down the football yeah. program. Well, the, the Tulane scandal, I believe, when the way that one was discovered was a bookie figured out what was going on, but a bookie obviously can't call no. the authorities and say, no. can you investigate this? Yeah. So I believe the bookie called a sports book in Vegas and said, I think something's up mm-hmm. with Tulane and they called and had it investigated. And they, I think call the FBI or somebody like that. Mac Brown became the AD or was the AD like when they went through all of that stuff. Yeah, it was, it was wild. You know, the, uh, I, another thing I learned about that case, I was just reading up on it completely randomly the other day. Do you know who the district attorney in New Orleans was at the time? Who's that? Harry Connick Sr. Huh. Father of crooner Harry Connick Jr. So, yeah, it, it is a it's a strange world. Mm-hmm. I'm actually surprised this doesn't happen, or maybe it doesn't get caught more right. often. But maybe we will see it get caught more often because... That was the the part I I, w- I was fascinated by. We were talking to, when I was talking to Matt Holt about how U.S. integrity figured all this out, mm-hmm. and I said, "How long does this take?" He said, "This hap- th- This was deduced within minutes. Yes, by them, and and that's why the the, the speed on that stuff is so important. It's why I think it was last fall or last year. Because they've last always year. got a human watching this stuff yes. too. So the red flag goes up. The person, their their employee who's working at the time starts. Yep. making phone calls, sending emails. Yes. And the information was gathered very fast. Yes. And it, it, similarly, it's why last year the Mac made a deal with Genius Sports mm-hmm. to handle its real-time data. Yep. And part of what they do with that data is sell it to the sports books. Right. And getting that information instantaneously from the official source as opposed to pulling it off well, of and, and I ESPN talked to John Steinbrecher, the commissioner of the Mac, about yeah. this. And he said they would see people in stadiums. So... I, I'm just making up the game. Let's say it's Toledo mm-hmm. Bowling Green. Yeah, they're they would notice someone in the stadium with a laptop, just banging away trying to get stats to somebody very yeah. quickly. And they figured, well, if that person's going to get paid for this, why don't we get paid yes. for this? Yeah, and so you'll you'll probably you'll see more leagues conferences doing this type of stuff because that instantaneous that also helps you flag something if yes. if you have the real time stats as opposed to delays and that kind of stuff. Yeah, it is it, the, the level of computing power now makes this very easy to find unless you are very sophisticated. Yes. And there, there is a lot of money into making sure this keeps making a well, lot and that, of money. That's the part of it. Cause I, I get this from, from readers and listeners a lot. And I understand where it come, where it's coming from because people who don't bet on sports look at this and, and there's a fear of games being fixed, a, a you know, a different element coming into the game. Cause it, you know, gambling is linked 
to organize crime or has been in the past yeah. and, and people get worried about all that. And it's, it's one of those things where I think the, the, the regulators are, are working so hard or and not even the regular, the companies that are involved are mm-hmm. working so hard to show, Hey, we're trying to make sure this is on the up and up, but there is so much money involved. This is the next wave of money that coming into American sports. That is why you saw a lot of schools last year in late 2021 partner specifically with sports books. I think LSU, they like send an email out to a bunch of students yeah. about it. It was pretty, it was a bit too far. And so in March, the American Gaming Association, which is the lobbying group that works with a lot of these things, changed their guidelines to say you can't partner with schools anymore. And you have to when you target you have to when you target college age kids, you have to do certain things on that. And so we've seen points bet, which had a deal with Maryland, Colorado, mm-hmm. they pulled out of that. I right. think I think something in the Maryland state government was gonna push yep. back on that anyway. Michigan State had a deal with uh Caesars that I, I think they're kind of perhaps in the process of unwinding. Um, and so you're, you're, you're starting to see there was the people who are trying to do the responsible part of the gambling, trying to make sure it stays that way. Yeah. And, and it's, it's very interesting because you guys who listen to the show know how this goes. Like you hear Ari, this is a part of his life. This mm-hmm. is what he does. It, it is recreation for him. It's entertainment for him. I've never done it. Mm-hmm. I still haven't done it. A, a lot of it was kind of fear you know, having over the course of having this job, you know, I was always, I think it's sports illustrated. We, I don't, it might've been a written policy that we couldn't, Yeah. but I, I would always remember being told you can't, you cannot wager on the, these games. And, and we have policy still that yeah. around that. On, uh, yeah. On the ones we're covering yeah. or the ones we're actually physically writing about the teams we cover. Yeah. But it's, it's tough because there is this podcast was sponsored by Ben GM at one point, you know, I accept there, that it's part of the ecosystem. There was now. a there was a bet MGM ad on our story about the Alabama situation. Yes, so I mean, that's. I think we just have to acknowledge that it's part of the universe now. It's part of the sports mm-hmm. ecosystem, and get used to it. I mean, and look in in England, they've had betting kiosks at stadiums. And, and, and for the, forever. And the Premier League just recently passed a rule that you can no longer have your jersey sponsor be a sports book. Right. They are starting to pull but back. But it was before. Right, it was before. It was yeah. on every every billboard you saw at the stadiums and all this stuff, and they they were so far in that direction. They are starting to pull back on a lot. Right. Just this year in America, we're heading back up in that direction. Yeah, I'll be curious to see if if there's more regulation. I don't know how much more you can possibly regulate it because it does seem like in most states, the voters' appetite is allow it. And then... Not, in, ch- not in Texas where I'm at. The state legislature is no. still not passing. It. I think, I believe the two states where we live, Texas and Florida, they're probably going to be the last ones. Also, Alabama. Right. That's another one. Yeah. Yeah. And it's, it is very interesting which states... It, it's funny. I wonder... I'm going to have to check the map of states that allow nil deals for high schoolers and states that allow overlap that sports gambling i think it's probably the same the same allow it and the same definitely don't allow it could be so but i i do think the wave is coming it's very similar i think it's kind of similar to the the marijuana laws yeah where it's it's a feeling of this doesn't need to be illegal People can do it responsibly. You, you know, you alcohol, tobacco, those are legal. You just have to expect some responsibility from people. I think we'll probably see some form of sports gambling 
legal in all 50 states within what five years 10 years probably and, and and the one difference being we're not getting marijuana ads on our games that we're watching we're not being yeah. flooded with that kind of stuff I mean, we don't live in colorado that's true and, <laughs> and, and and to the point you mentioned earlier about fans who don't do this stuff who are not interested in it you know like xfl games they put the spread up they talk about this stuff the big 12 is going to have this uh, its games are going to have more in access type of stuff but yeah. from what i understand they're not going to do that with the betting stuff that they've been doing with USFL, XFL, that type of stuff. Yeah, gonna, I, I, there's going to be a bit of a separation, but you're I still going to be hit colleges, with and As long as they are pretending that amateurism is a thing, I don't think they can. No. That's a line they probably no. shouldn't cross. No. Now, but, if yeah. all that changes, which I think is a distinct possibility here in the next 10 years, mm-hmm. you might see that change too. And to go back to the, to, to the players and the stuff that happens, I mean, we did a story... Last year on a Virginia Tech player who was Correct. suspended for yep. betting on, I think it was NBA games. Yeah. And he essentially turned himself in, I believe right. is what had happened. Yeah. And and so that's, as you tried to, how, how do you prevent players from doing this type of stuff? A big part of it is education. You got to figure out the right way to educate. Hey, you can do this. You can't do this. Right. You're not a regular, at, you're not I, a regular person I on will campus say, who can do things. Having been around a lot of these facilities, there's very little excuse for a coach. Right. Because that, that don't bet on it poster has been in every locker room mm-hmm. for the last 30 years. Yeah. And it's still there. And they put more stuff up. And right. there's more education now yes. at every school about but, this stuff. But if you're a regular college kid and everybody you know is, is talking doing about oh, their 100%. bets, there's certainly a lot of peer pressure. And part of, part of what they talked about in this webinar last week with these gambling experts is how do you have proper punishment without discouraging kids from coming forward. If a kid, if a kid is caught up in something yeah. and he realizes I might lose my eligibility, if I tell them this, how, how do you, and that's something they're still I've trying to figure been out of the opinion that because the entire enterprise, like the financial health of the entire enterprise rests on the games being on the up and up, like your penalties for people who gamble on their own sport have to be completely draconian. Yeah. Like lifetime bans. They have to be. And or because you have no choice. You have to. But it is it is a little bit stickier. For example, a kid can go a a college football player who's 21 years old can go into a casino and play a hand of blackjack. Mm -hmm. And that's not like everybody can do that. Mm -hmm. That's not a reason to kick him off the team or anything. But if he gamble, but what if he gambles on an NBA game? That doesn't affect what he's doing as a college football player. The wor- the worry is, and the worry back in the bookie days, which you you would get underwater with somebody, right? And if somebody comes to try and, and they give you the choice of we'll break your thumbs or you help us fix this game, yeah, that that was the worry. For that's not the worry with these big corporate casinos. No, now you do worry about people getting addicted to gambling, getting in a financial position mm-hmm. that they can't get out of, that sort of thing, but. It's more the integrity of the sport part that, that they need to focus on. And I, I don't know that you can necessarily ban every college athlete from betting on, you know, NFL, NBA, Major League Baseball, horse racing. Right. Like, I don't know how you can, how you can justify that. No, I, I don't think you can. And, and that was the whole Virginia Tech situation. If you go back and read the story, it, it, I think his suspension – by the book would have been a, a season or a year or something like that. Yeah. And they was, they made it a lot less than that. I believe because he, yeah, he, I, I don't know if he, I'm trying to remember the details, but he had read something or he'd seen something and, mm-hmm. and thought, Oh, I might've messed up. Yeah. Let's just run this by. And, yeah. and they did. And, and it almost was a very 
stiff penalty. Yeah, it's and it still was. So that's yeah. you know, and, and to this point, you know, you we have a lot of poor college athletes who come into college, and that makes them especially vulnerable to mm-hmm. people who may want to feed them this. And that that's what makes college sports uniquely vulnerable to this stuff, yeah. as opposed to the NFL. Where I do wonder if NIL helps on that front somewhat. It could. Although I've always said, if you want to fix a football game, there's one there's one player you can fix a football game with. The referee. Long snapper. The long snapper. Yeah. Think about it. If the long snapper has the worst day of his life, if he sails a, a couple punt snaps mm-hmm. over a guy's head and then and then skips a couple field goal snaps or, or extra point snaps, you just swing the point spread completely. Yeah, that's true. So that that's the part that you could do. And, and that's not a person who's going to be getting a ton of NIL money. No. So they have to be very vigilant about this mm-hmm. stuff. And so I, I'll i be really interested to see how much more comes out about this because I think if you're the state of Ohio, if you're the University of Alabama, you have to be really, really transparent about this. Yeah. I, it's a, back to the point, like nobody expected, like we didn't expect the first one of these to come out to be a coach. No. <laughs> My initial, like... I saw the, the stories, and, and uh, David Purdom from ESPN was the one who broke this on Monday. Yeah. So credit where credit's due. Yep. This is when Ohio took Alabama baseball games off the board. I, my initial impression was could could be a player, could be a support staffer. Mm-hmm. You know, somebody got some information. Could there be a manager sharing injuries? Correct. It, yeah, somebody got some inside information, passed it along, and that's what happened. Never in my wildest dreams would I expect a head coach to be the one who right. gets which which implicated. is which is we don't know was is, is there a pattern to this stuff or was it a random one off right and that's like that? that's one of those things and so I asked Ronnie Johns who runs the the Louisiana Gaming Control Board I said are you gonna could could Louisiana pursue criminal action if they find out that Brad Bohannon was involved in this and and he remember the game was in Baton Rouge yeah so in, in terms that'd of be that jurisdiction jurisdiction it'd be somebody in Louisiana. He said they had no information right now that anything happened physically in Louisiana. But he said if the regulators in Ohio provide them with something that makes them suspicious that something happened in Louisiana, they will investigate. Mm-hmm. So like it, you could potentially see criminal charges, I would think, in Ohio for the person there. Yeah. And, and if that could lead to something more in Louisiana. And, and Matt Holt said, you know, I said it was 15 to 18 flags per month on things. And he said that usually at least to 10 to 12 arrests or suspensions per month. month per month. So you're talking 120 people a year, whether that crosses the legal barrier or not, we don't know, but, but these things often result in, in that. Right. And, and they will take this seriously. You know, we, we've talked about the, the NIL rules and, and no one will actually enforce those state laws. They will enforce these state yes. laws because there's so much freaking money in stake. Yes, the the, the integrity of, of everything is at, at at stake and the money behind it because there's nil. It's 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 a state law. It's about giving money to players, it's, and it's, it's a lot of money. I mean, we've seen this mm-hmm. like, even in, in in our business. Uh, one of my former coworkers at SI and uh, Charlotte Wilder, she announced she was going to work. I believe at Metalark at Metalark uh, with, with, with DraftKings. Yeah, so. That's a that's a sports book. Mm-hmm. That the money is coming from the sports book. They want content because they would like to keep you engaged, keep you in their their walled garden, mm-hmm. so that hey, there's a game. You want to you want to throw a little action on that. So we know 
how much money is coming into this. I mean, we, we're seeing it ourselves. Mm-hmm. And then these athletes are just, they, they will benefit tangentially from it just because it, it is putting more money in the system in general, but they're going to have to be careful. Because remember Drew Brees was a, uh, ambassador for points bet, I think, when mm-hmm. he got the Purdue interim right. job for the bowl game. And right. so he had to back out of that yep. and they had to clear that with a bunch of things. So like we've had former Oh, like, Will yeah. Compton, who who does a podcast for Barstool with Taylor Lewan, the Bustin' with the Boys show, mm-hmm. he was going to sign with a team in the NFL, but he was doing a gambling show and it became so complicated that ended up he didn't end up signing. Yeah. So, like, you're embracing it, but you're also trying to keep it at arm's length, and it's a very difficult thing to balance when it comes to credibility from the viewers, from the fans. Yeah, and and I don't, I don't blame viewers, fans. No, because, and and it's, and I also don't blame leagues for this. Like, if I'm Adam no. Silver, if I'm Roger Goodell, if I'm Greg Sankey or Tony Petiti, the new mm-hmm. Big Ten commissioner, like, nothing's more important to me and my business than you, the fan, thinking that my games are on the up and up. If, if I'm one of those league commissioners, I'm being completely transparent with how this was found, mm-hmm. the work you do with U.S. Integrity. It's not, it, you'll talk to, hey, we educate the players, we educate the teams that do this, but you have to tell people I, how you're that's monitoring. What, that's the one thing I'm not, I, I'm very interested to see if they do, because this is not a group of people in college sports that has been especially forthcoming about that stuff. No, Usually no. we have to go dig it up. Yeah. I mean, you go to the U.S. Integrity website and they have their clients and SEC's on there, Big yeah. 12's on there. And I asked Greg Sankey about it last week at CFP meetings, but that's not something they're promoting. Hey, we're, no, no, we're, no. We're, and, and, and they're going to have to, especially the SEC, yeah. especially after this. Yeah. You know, Greg Sankey released some statements, said Alabama is doing this properly and all this kind of stuff. So if, if you're them, you'd be like, hey, these are this is what we're doing to make sure all this these games is your are legitimate. And, and yes, it's embarrassing because you had to fire your baseball coach over this. But it's probably necessary when you get the full accounting of how all this happened to tell everybody how this happened. Yes. And like because like we said at the beginning, it's an example of the system working. Now, if the way this bet was reportedly placed was not so haphazard, maybe the system does or doesn't catch it. But you, yeah. you lean into like, hey, we well, caught it's this. Also we, we plan to catch this. It's also important for them if if no one else is involved, if no players are involved at Alabama and no players are involved at LSU and no coaches are involved at LSU and no other coaches are involved at Alabama, that information needs to be passed along. And, and I, we put some of it in the story. I got some some off-the-record confirmation of that. That needs to be told on the record. Yes. Because, again, nothing is more important to the state of your business than everyone thinking your games are on the up and up. That's it. Mm-hmm. And, and you're going to have people questioning that more and more. Yeah. When, when one of these happens, when another one of these happens, you have they have to emphasize, no, this is how it's supposed to work. It's going to happen. We're going to catch and it. And I noticed, like I talked to the the Louisiana Gaming Control, first words out of his mouth. This is the system working. Right. And they understand, like, because this this will go away if they can't find this stuff. If, and again, if, we, we had f- big, famous issues with players and teams in these scandals. Alex uh, Karras, the Lions player back mm-hmm. in the 60s, I think, got yep. suspended for a year. So, yes, when a couple more Detroit Lions players were and then suspended. And he started in Webster. Yeah, and, and then... <laughs> And then a couple, and then a couple weeks ago, when the Detroit Lions are once again involved in players betting on stuff, like yeah. 
of all the teams, like this is this is the way it happened. Well, like, and and to say, like you said, with the this happened at the Reds ballpark with Pete, Pete Rose, with yeah. Pete Rose famously. Did. So it's like it's not like this has never been a part of the sport. It's been at such a a monumental level of the sport that everybody's tracking that stuff at a level now that that they never were before. It is another layer. You know, we we always talk about nil. We talk about the transfer portal. This is another new layer of the changes that are happening in sport. And this isn't just college sports. This is all sports, mm-hmm. but it is, it is something you're going to see more and more and hear more and more about because more States have legalized it. More States are going to legalize it. It's just become part of the fabric of sports and we're going to have to keep covering it. So, uh, all right, we'll be back off vacation very soon and he can, fully explain he's, this to he's, everybody. He's, he's chomping at the bit, I'm sure, to get on here. And again, like we're here. We're Never here. has someone wanted to leave the Turks and Caicos so badly. <laughs> what day is it? What to, day? to go talk he's, about college I baseball. I think he's leaving pretty soon. But again, we're here out here in Arizona and literally the company who caught this was already giving presentations to the conferences this about week. why the, about this week. Like administrators may not totally know, but they are trying to figure it out. And there are companies here that are trying to get on top of that right away. And, and what fortuitous timing. And we are still trying to figure out exactly what the heck happened. You can keep reading the athletic and we will give you as much as we can find out because this is a really interesting story. And I think there's a little more to it. And I, again, I think the people involved should probably, once they finish their own investigations, tell everybody what happened. But we're going to keep trying to find out exactly what happened. Interesting times at Alabama right now, that's for sure. That's exactly right. 